Welcome to the Compass Catholic Changemaker Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Kano. On this podcast, we talk about how to live with our money as Catholics. Hi, Changemakers. We are on destination six of our journey through the Compass Catholic Money Map. But before we get started in this week's episode, I want to invite you to visit compasscatholic.org and get a Faith and Money Matters small group study going either in your parish or among your group of friends. Really, it's for any person, no matter your financial circumstance. It's a six-session study, and every session lasts about two hours. Most groups meet weekly, and some opt to meet every other week, but really, it's going to be up to your small group. And starting in the fall, we're going to have awesome videos to help get that conversation going in every small group session. The best part is that you don't need to be a financial professional to lead the study. It's a Bible study, so you just need to have a willing heart, and we'll provide you with the training to facilitate. The study really does lead itself. I've done it a few times, and it leads itself. So go to compasscatholic.org, and you can make a difference in your own financial discipleship journey, as well as the other people you're going to impact. All right, so now this week we're talking about Destination 6, and by the time you reach Destination 6, you have a super accurate spending plan, right? We talked about that in Destination 1, and that's been in place for a while now. You also have all the sinking funds, so you have no surprises with your budget. You have an emergency fund of three months' income. You have no credit card debt. You have no consumer debt. You have no student loans. You're saving ideally 15% of your income towards retirement accounts. And first you're focusing on getting your employer's match. And then you're going to put the rest in a Roth IRA. And you're also saving for those major purchases, right? So you're never going to use debt as a tool again, not even for auto loans. And now you're on to the next step, which is destination six on the Compass Catholic Money Map. There's two elements of Destination 6. The first one involves paying off your home mortgage, and the second element is funding your child's education, whatever that looks like to you. So first, we're going to talk about paying off your home mortgage. Like, seriously, everyone, take a moment with me and close your eyes and imagine what it would be like to not have a mortgage payment. You would own your home free and clear. And I can just hear someone out there saying, I hear right now, they're saying, yeah, but you're still going to owe property taxes and insurance and whatever. Yeah, okay, but you won't have a mortgage. It's huge. You're not going to have any more debt. You are officially going to be 100% debt free. Okay, so if you're following the money map, you're also probably not going to take the full length to pay off your home mortgage that people normally do. People normally get a 30-year mortgage and take the entire length of the mortgage to pay it off. If you're following the money map, either you've taken out a 15-year mortgage or you're accelerating your payments and putting your budget surplus towards paying off that mortgage. Or you may be receiving some lump sum, like an inheritance or something, and you make a lump sum payment on your mortgage, accelerating that payment schedule. And if that sounds like you and you're going to get your mortgage paid off sooner than later, I think that's awesome. But I want to show you the steps that you should follow when paying off your home mortgage to avoid any surprises, because hopefully this is like a once in a lifetime thing and you're going to own your home free and clear and you don't have to worry about this ever again. But if you're going to pay off your home mortgage, either because you made accelerated payments through your money map um, plan or you received some lump sum, The first thing you want to do is you want to request a payoff quote from your mortgage servicer. 
And they're going to give you this payoff quote. And this payoff quote is going to be good for a certain period of time. So the second thing you want to do after requesting that payoff quote is to make the final payment in the amount of the quote. And you want to follow any special instructions. Maybe they want you to pay via wire transfer or something like that. And you want to follow those to a T, right? You also want to keep in mind that your payoff quote is only going to be good through a certain date. So you don't want to miss that deadline. All right, the third thing you're going to do after you get that payoff quote and you're going to make the final payment in the amount of the quote, you're going to be next receiving documents verifying your loan payment. We're going to talk about those in a minute because those are some important documents you want to make sure you keep on hand. But you're going to get a bunch of documents showing that your loan is paid in full and you are the owner of your house. Finally, your fifth step when paying off your home mortgage is you want to make sure your payoff is recorded with your local government and then get copy of that record. We always want to keep a copy. Always, always, always. So you're going to go to you, make whatever the local government office is and you're going to get a copy of that record showing that you have paid the mortgage in full and you are the owner of that house. Okay, so before I said that you're going to receive a bunch of loan documents and paperwork and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about those documents um, and what you can expect to receive. So you make sure you get them all and they're filed away and they are you know, safe. So should something happen, there is proof and proof and proof and proof that you own this home um, and, and duplicates, right? Okay, so the first thing you're going to get is something called a canceled promissory note. So a promissory note, all this is, is something that says that someone promises to pay something in case of a mortgage. So you signed this note when you got the mortgage. You said, I'm going to pay the lender X number of dollars every month until this mortgage is paid in full. So you may or may not receive this document. Um, and it's probably okay if you don't, as long as you have other proof that you've paid off your loan. But I would request it just to make sure you have proof of it, that the, the promissory note is canceled because you are paid in full. The next document you're going to receive is a deed of trust or a mortgage deed. So a deed is an official document and it shows that your lender has the right to your home if you were to stop making payments throughout the course of the mortgage. And this is another document your servicer may or may not send you when you pay off your home. It's also possible that your servicer is only going to send it to the government office of records where your deed was originally located, but you want to get a copy of this. So just call the servicer and make sure a copy is sent to you. So you have it for your records. The next document you want is a, is a certificate of satisfaction. Um, your local office of records, it could be your county recorder, your county clerk, or another department. Um, that depends on where you live. Where you live, it's, it's going to record a certificate of satisfaction once you or your loan servicer provides that official documentation that your loan is done, that it's been paid off. And this is a document that you're going to have to pay the county recorder or county clerk for. It's normally between $25 and $50. I also see this happening a lot where this is included in the fees of your payoff statement that they just charge you this so that way it's automatically forwarded to you. But either way, you just want to make sure you have this for your records. This is one you definitely want. The next document is your final mortgage statement. This is really easy to get. Um, your servicer should provide it. And this document shows that you don't owe any principal, you don't owe any interest, you don't owe any fees or anything. So again, this is another form of redundancy showing that you've paid this in full. And the last document you wanna make sure you keep on hand is a loan payoff letter. So it seems really ceremonial, like they'll send you this letter saying, congratulations, you know, you have paid off your loan. And it seems like 
all this letter doing is letter is memorializing that you've paid off your loan. Um, and it's pretty much is just doing that. But again, it's one more document showing evidence that you own this home free and clear and the servicer acknowledges that you've paid it off. Okay, so for those homeowners who have paid off their mortgage, there's a few things you want to make sure you do just to make sure that everything is in place and that you're not going to experience any hiccups on the other end of owning your home outright. All right, first thing is you want to make sure you cancel your automatic payments. If you have your mortgage automatically being sent to your servicer, you don't want to have an extra payment sent and then have to wait to get a refund. So cancel those right away so no more is being sent out. You also want to make sure you get your escrow refund. If you had an escrow account, you want to make sure you get any remaining balances. Legally, um, you should get it within 20 days of paying off your loan. It's a pretty standard thing. But if not, just contact your loan servicer and get that refund um, coming back to you. You also want to contact your loan collector. Your local tax collector has been sending all that property tax stuff to your mortgage servicer because of your escrow account, right? That's the one who paid, that's where they paid the, um, the tax collector from. So you wanna make sure you let your property tax um, collector know, your local tax collector know that you own the house free and clear now and that those bills should come directly to you, to your address. Again, if you had an escrow account, you wanna let your insurance company know that you're paying all the bills directly now. And you can have them remove that loan servicer from the policy completely. You should also do the same for any other insurance coverage, like if you have flood insurance or anything like that. Uh, just call those companies and make sure that the bills come directly to you and you want to remove your servicer from the policy. Final thing that you want to do is you want to make sure you hang on to your title insurance. Your title insurance is a policy that you purchase when you purchase the home. And just because you're mortgage free and you own the house free and clear, doesn't mean that there's no possibility of some undiscovered title defect causing problems later on. So you want to make sure you keep that title insurance policy because if something weird were to happen with the title later on, that policy should still cover you. One last little thing, I know I had two little last things, um, but I want to remind you of is that now you are paying those taxes and you are paying that insurance on that property. It's no longer being paid for out of your escrow account. So it's a really good idea to treat that like you would any other sinking fund. Figure out how much you owe quarterly or annually, divide it by the number of months until it's, it's due, and pay that and set it aside every month so it's ready to go when that bill hits. You don't want to feel like your property taxes are a financial emergency or your insurance on your home is a financial emergency. You should know how much it is per month and then pay that into some sort of escrow or sinking fund every month um, and, and have it ready to go when that bill hits. All right, so that is what goes into paying off a home mortgage. If you have reached that point, please email us at podcast at compasscatholic.org. We'd love to talk to you and learn from your story. Maybe it's something that can um, help others along their journey to financial discipleship. The other part of Destination 6 that I want to talk about today is funding your child's education. This is going to be a very personal step because it's a sensitive topic and people have different opinions as to how much they should be funding their child's education. So we all have different values. We all have different experiences, all these different things that we bring into this decision. Some people want to fund a whole, you know, four years of private school education. Some people don't see the value in a four-year degree anymore and they prefer their child go to maybe a trade school 
Um, some people prefer their child have the experience of going into the military for a period of time and then tapping into the GI Bill to pay for college. This is the decision between the parents. And whatever decision you reach is fine, as long as it's reached prayerfully and with your family's best interest at heart. But this must be communicated to your child while they still have enough time to do something about it. We often hear from young adults who are told after they got their acceptance letters and they picked out a school, and they weren't told until after that moment that their parents didn't have save that their parents didn't save much or they didn't save anything at all. And by then they already have their hearts set on the school emotionally. They were already going there. They already had themselves moved into the dorms, wearing the school sweatshirt, the whole deal. So that's not a fair time to tell your child that you hadn't had the chance to save for college, or maybe that wasn't something you guys decided was important or part of your family's financial plan. Communicate whatever the decision is to your child as soon as you can so they have time to do something about it, whether that be search for scholarships or work and save money for school, whatever it is. Communicate to that that to your child before they get their heart set on a school that they can't afford. But really, how much you want to save for that part of Destination 6 is going to be a decision between the parents, and there is no right or wrong. It's just what's right for your family. As long as you communicate to that to your child, so you're not setting them up to take out student loans, and then they start their young lives out with tremendous debt. All right, so that's Destination 6 on the money map. Next week, we culminate in Destination 7, which is true financial freedom. It's so exciting. Um, And what I want you to do, again, go to compasscatholic.org. Pray about getting a study going among a small group of friends or at your parish or whatever it is. Um, We are, I know right now we're in uh, Las Vegas and we're going back to masks again. Um, If you need a Zoom room, contact Compass Catholic. We can give you one of our Zoom rooms so you have a place to meet if that's how you choose to meet. There's really no reason not to get a small group study going. And if this is something that speaks to your heart and you're listening to this podcast, you know the importance of financial discipleship. As disciples, we can't just be disciples and then just be. Our job is to make more disciples. So get that small group study going. Snowball this movement within your parish, within your local community. It's something we really need within Catholic parishes. We hear time and time again the debt that people are dealing with. Um, the money issues people are dealing with, and we can help them through the small group study. 